I'm Sam. And I'm Greg. We're, We're human, human beings. beings. And, and we, we like, like movies. movies. We'll be doing reviews of brand new releases. Old classics. Entire sagas. And even TV shows and video games. This, this is Reaction Time. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 30, Flirty and Thriving. This is Jennifer Gardner and... What? What's... <laughs> I was so ready what's, to vibe with you. What's the other guy's name? Mark Ruffalo. Mark Ruffalo. Is that who it is? Yeah. Okay, thank you. Mark Ruffalo. I couldn't remember if that was the correct movie or not. This is the 30th episode of Reaction Time Podcast. Thank Heck, you all for joining yeah, it us. Is. Dude, we're at 30. 30. Yeah, that's a big one. That's a big one. Dang. Soon we're going to be at 4,000. And then 16,000. Oh, we'll okay, be a year. 16,000 <laughs> podcasts a year. You guys... We just got out of Mission Impossible 7. Is it 7 it's or seven. is it 7 part 1? It's 7. It's like, do you do Harry Potter 7 and 8? No, well, that one's called 7 part 1 and 7 part 2. Oh, yeah, this well, is, no, is it? It's yeah. not even, it's called Deathly Hallows part 1, part yeah. 2. So this is Dead Reckoning part, part 1. Part 1. Okay, so it's not Mission Impossible 7 part 1. It's, it's, it's either seven, 7 or it's Dead Reckoning part 1, but it's yeah. not both. It's 7. It's 7. It's 7. Almost MI6. Opening day? Yeah. For the general Actually, population of the world, yes. right? Yeah, opening day. Because it releases on the 12th. Yeah. Dude, um, what are your thoughts, it man? It was so freaking good. It was good. so freaking good. It was good. so good. You guys, <laughs> seriously, every almost every single person should like this movie. Yeah. It's not just... And they never were, but it's not just an action movie or just a spy thriller. It's hilarious. It's hilarious. Anyways. And probably one of the best stories. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, just so everybody knows, if this is your first time listening here, the first portion of this is going to be completely spoiler-free. Mm -hmm. We will for sure warn you when we're getting into spoilers. It will be very clear, so please stick around if you haven't seen the movie yet. And also... We rate our movies out of a thousand. Yep. Because movies are worth more than 10 points. Yep. And more than five points or five oh. stars or three stars. Shirt? Yes. Okay. Shirt. Yeah. Speaking of shirt, Speaking merch, of shirts, merch. Uh. It'll be in the description below if it's show notes or description or whatever. We it's got there. merch. Click on it. If you subscribe, you can get it for a discount, but whatever. It's whatever. It's not hypothetical anymore. Nope. Um... <laughs> But yeah, so we're going to split it up into five categories, each worth 200 points. Visuals, story, story. and writing, yep. acting, yep. the score and the sound overall, and just the straight up vibe. Yes. And so we'll be getting into those in our spoiler section. Craig? Yeah. What would you rate this movie out of 10? 9.8. Dang. Yeah. Why, okay, why is it, let me ask you, why is it not a 10? Fallout for me is a 10. Is that five? That's six. Six. The one that was right before this. The oh, one when Henry, so Henry Cavill uh, reloads his arms before he punches I love, somebody. This is, yeah. <laughs> That's so, so good. So here's the, here, to me, this story I think was the best story out of all the Mission Impossibles. Yeah. But I think six was just a little bit more flowed together well. And just the action scenes were just a little bit more awesome yeah. than this one. I agree. But like... Fallout's 10. This is 9.8. Like, it's yeah. so freaking close. Yeah, I mean, 9.8 is a solid yeah. score for a movie. It's not that this was bad at all. No, not even a little bit. Not even close. Yeah. Um, What's yours? 
Are you going to give it the 10? No, 9.9. Okay. okay. I'd even venture to give it a 9.95. It was not perfect. No. I'll stick with a 9.9. It was not perfect, but boy, it was, it was so close to perfect. Quite the ride. Yes. And I think this is this is my prediction. The next one's coming out in about a year. Mm-hmm. And I think that as like a whole is probably going to be a 10 if mm-hmm. you treat that like a movie, right? Yeah, this is going to be like Infinity movie, Warning game. Yeah, if, if, if the next movie is anything like this one, mm-hmm. then I'm going to look at it more like a whole and less like two separate movies. Because yeah. it's the same with like the Harry Potter, yep. the uh, Hunger Games. It's like the finale, you kind of, even though it's split up, you kind of just look at it as one yeah. movie yeah. Um, and try not to judge them separately. Because this did have a couple quirks mm-hmm. that were... Because it's a part one, mm-hmm. and be- like because it's not kind of technically a full movie, right? If that makes right. sense, it's it's one big portion of a larger story. Yeah. So I'm not going to hold that against it because it's no. intentional. No. Right. But it it did have those quirks. Yeah. So yeah, it's a long movie. Yeah, but did it did it feel long to you? Because it did not feel even it remotely didn't long. Feel to me. long to me. There was maybe like one or two parts where I was like, I wasn't ever bored. I was always intrigued, but they could have sped it up a little bit. Yeah. Because I'm also yeah, thinking it was two parts. Fair. Like, mm-hmm. this is going to be a long... Yeah, I mean, that's a five, it's word gonna great, five or right? a five and a half hour movie. Yeah. It's going to be so long. It's going to be yeah. awesome. <laughs> Dude, Tom Cruise ran like 10 times. In this oh, movie. so... Yeah, he was just running and running and running and running and jumping <laughs> off of things and then running again. It was amazing. So did you know that he hired like a personal coach to teach him how to run? Yeah, yeah. He's a, and he yeah. runs an average of like 15 miles an hour when he does his running scenes. That is so fast. Isn't that crazy? Can I ask one question about Tom Cruise? Yeah. There's no way he's taller than everybody he acts with, right? Because he's 5'7". Oh, yeah. He's short. Is he wearing platform shoes or is he on a platform? He's probably wearing platform shoes because he's always level with them or taller. Yeah, you're probably right. I know they did that a lot with Robert Downey Jr., especially in Avengers. Because like every other Avenger is like 6'4", and mm-hmm. he's 5'8", mm-hmm. I think. And so it's like, it's just like tiny. can you imagine him squaring up with Captain America and just like looking all the way up? So It's like Legolas and, a, and a, oh my gosh, what's his name? Aragorn? No, the dwarf. Oh, yeah. Gimli. <laughs> Shall I get I you mean, a box? Yeah, it's exactly what it is. I'm waiting for somebody to ask him that. Oh. Yeah, because Haley Atwell is as tall as him. Okay. So... And I rediscovered, you guys today, I rediscovered who my celebrity crush is. And I don't know why I always forget, but it's Haley Atwell. It just is. What else is. is she in? She, I mean, she's Peggy Carter from Captain America. Okay. That's like the big one. Um, she's in an episode of Black Mirror that's super trippy. Um, what else is she? Let's find out. She's, I mean, she's here. She's right here on my Google right now. Your Google For no specific reason or anything. Uh, I wasn't Googling her or anything. So <laughs> let's see what she's in. Yeah, Black Mirror, Cinderella. Mission Impossible 8, eight also. Uh, Doctor would, Strange, because she plays um, Captain Carter. Oh, right. She's in Christopher Robin, which I never saw. And apparently nobody else did. Oh, you didn't ever see Christopher Robin? No, was oh, it good? Yeah, it was good. She's in Peter Rabbit 2. I didn't ever see that. Not specifically one, but <laughs> she's like in a bunch of other stuff that I think I've kind of heard of, but they're smaller. I think she's in a lot of like British... Yeah. Cinema. Her main thing is Agent Carter. Yeah. So, but man, I love her. She did really well. She did so good. Yeah. Dude. Like, she played her character perfectly. Yeah. So, so, so well. She kind of stole the show a lot of the times. 
Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And not only that, but her chemistry with Tom Cruise, and I'll talk about this later, was on par with the chemistry between Jason Bateman and Rachel McAdams in Game Night. Game Night, Night. yeah. Super similar vibes in a few places. Mm -hmm. So just, yeah, massive chemistry there. Even more so than Ethan Hunt, Tom Cruise head with the other chick. Yeah, no, this they they had the best chemistry out of any of the girls. Because there's there's also Rachel, isn't there, the other one? Are you talking about from the first one? Yeah. But she's in the sixth one. Oh, man, I need to rewatch them. <laughs> I do. Yeah. I watched some recaps and I was like, geez, because I, I think I've only ever seen all of them once. Oh, see, we rewatched all five before the sixth one came oh, out nice. with some friends. And then I've rewatched six probably like 10 times because oh, well, I just love that movie. It's a good movie. It's Actually, so good. I've probably seen it a couple times, but yeah. I have not, haven't seen all of them all the way through or more than like more than once, I don't think. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I 100% recommend this movie. I recommend it to everybody. In IMAX. Everybody. Dude, Dude. IMAX. Holy goodness. It was even less about the visuals and more about the sound. Dude. For me. At points, I was like, this is, yeah, I I got a headache towards the end. And I was like, this is definitely too loud. And I love it. It was 100% too loud. It was so, so loud. And really. There was one part where like all music and sound went away. And then oh. it cut to something, and it was just like this super loud I jumped. noise. Yeah, and it wasn't. It wasn't, it a, jump wasn't scare a jump or anything. Visually, it no. was just sound, <laughs> and it wasn't even something big. We'll talk about it later. Yeah. I guess everybody's seen the thing. We can talk about what it For is. For the most part, everybody on planet Earth has seen some clip of him jumping a motorcycle off of a cliff. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's, <laughs> Not only is it in the trailer, but it was the only video about this movie for like two years. They yeah. put out a video about it. <laughs> and then they okay. put out a bunch of others. So he jumps off. Well, I guess I don't want to spoil anything. No. This is kind of fun after yeah, that. Yeah, it's cool. But it's yeah. around that part. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, I just recommend this to freaking everybody. Maybe not kids, but even then, yeah. it's not even that. Like, no. It's like, it hardly feels PG-13. It's hardly PG. That's all of them, though. There's really not really any yeah. swearing no, much in like, it. And then, like, almost the, none. the fighting and blood is very minimal. The blood is definitely super minimal. The yeah. fighting is, like, there's, like, some stabbing and, like, kind of your typical gunshot. Not a, not a blood splatter gunshot. No, it's no. It's always just kind of, like, a... And just you never really of, like zooms in and sees it. Yeah, it's not super. Somebody not gory, gets stabbed so. in the arm, the hand, and that was probably the most like yeah. jarring thing. Yeah, and that was kind of whatever. Yeah, yeah. It's not like he ripped his hand in half or anything. So. so, do you like this better than Top Gun Maverick? Dude, that's a great question. <laughs> we haven't even talked about Top Gun Maverick, but I'm asking you. Uh that is really honestly so tricky because they're both they both feel almost infinitely rewatchable. Yeah, because when I like rewatched Top Gun or half re-listened and rewatched it, I was like, "Yeah, this is still as exciting as the first time I saw it," mm-hmm. which feels like how this movie's gonna be. So mm-hmm. I'm not sure. Better, I think if I had to choose one to watch, I'd probably choose this one. Yeah, over Top Gun. Yeah, but Top Gun's also like basically a perfect movie. It's different. It is different. Yeah, that's like just gonna give me a different feeling yeah. than this movie's going to. Because Top Top Gun, I think, is, if it's not, it's very close to a perfect movie. Mm-hmm. Like, hands down for me. That and Free Guy, <laughs> for me, are like the perfect movies on Earth. So. You're in your love for Free Guy. I, dude, I, I love Free Guy, dude. I love Free Guy. 
you find me an error with it and I will combat it. But okay. we'll talk about that another yeah, time. Yeah, we'll talk about it another time. So, yeah, I mean... The story was, was really great. cool. It was, to me, it was a cooler twist on the kind of whole AI thing. Yeah. Um, that didn't feel like it was like another just generic AI Yeah, it didn't feel super derivative or like something that you've seen a million times. No, it didn't. Yeah. There were some really intense scenes. um, But yeah. Really intense scenes with really intense music. Yeah. And maybe it was because the music was way louder than any movie I've ever seen. (laughs) But the music was great. We'll get into this in spoilers. But I'm just going to say this now. This is Mission Impossible... Directed by Christopher Nolan. <laughs> I mean, yes. <laughs> Essentially, that's what it, it is. 100% is for a few reasons, and I'll get into those yeah. spoilers. But there were so many little scenes, and I was like, oh, that reminds me of The Dark Knight, or oh, that reminds yeah. me of Inception, or oh. <laughs> and as always, the stunt driving and car scenes oh, are like unmatched, so basically. good. And the stunts. Yeah, the stunts. Just, just seeing him... Free fall, it, that like never happens in any other movie. No. Like they free fall, but it's fake. Well, and, yeah, and the fact that they could easily have CGI'd this and basically made it just as good. Yeah, if, I don't think and it would have been though. It wouldn't have felt right. The fact no. that we know that is real yeah. made it feel it look so as good. much better. It yeah, look this as is good. just yeah. So, it was awesome. The camera angles are just as good as the stunts. Because yeah, yeah. if you do the stunt, but you don't have a good camera angle, what's the point? Yeah. Right? But they chose different angles, and it, oh, it looked good. You guys, it's fantastic. It's fantastic. Real quick, I guess, for the people who might bounce after the spoiler-free portion of this. So far, movie of the year, yes or no for you? <sighs> I don't know. It's tied with Spider-Man. Really? Yeah. That's fair. I know I gave Super Mario an, a higher score. It's different. It's Super different. Mario is very much like a fan service, yeah. warm your heart kind of thing. Yeah. But it's not a movie that I'm going to say is better than this movie. No. Oh, by, no. By any, no, means. any means. No, yeah. no, 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 no. And I think this is better than Spider-Verse. Really? But maybe it's because I, I am very partial to live action. Mm-hmm. I love animation, mm-hmm. but I'm super partial to live action. Okay. But they're both so good. They're both so good. I would the only reason why I would say Spider-Man might be just slightly better is I thought the story was just a little bit better. But basically everything mm, is almost yeah. the same. Visuals are just as good. Story's a little better. Acting is basically just as good. Score is just as good, and vibe is just as good. Yeah, that's, so that's true. what I'd say. It's just maybe a little bit. There was more moments in Spider-Verse where I was like, whoa. Than I was. Well, I don't know. Yeah, I know because there are some yeah. parts here, There's especially some parts here. like in some car chases and some stunts where I'm just like, holy <laughs> <Yeah>. Moses, <laughs> freaking amazing. This is maybe a more fun movie than Spider Man. Yeah. But I think I like Spider Man just a little bit more. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. Yeah. 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 Okay. Last question. I think. I don't, tell me if you disagree. Okay. I think that nothing's going to beat Super Mario as far as box office goes this year. Just realistically. I know there's some movies that are super hype, but 1.3 is crazy. I know. I just don't think anything's going to get there. Yeah. You've seen half of the movies I'm about to talk about. <laughs> super Mario, 
uh, Mission Impossible, mm-hmm. Oppenheimer, and Barbie. I know you're like whatever about Barbie, but yeah. literally everybody's gonna go. Through. Of course, yeah. Mission Impossible. If you had to guess right now, Mission Impossible. What do you you think Mission Impossible is gonna take the cake in box office? I don't know if it's gonna take the cake in Super Mario, but definitely Oppenheimer. Of and those Barbie. three, you yeah. think is gonna take? Yeah. Okay, I think so too. I mean, I'm curious to see what Oppenheimer does and Barbie. The Dude, only reason why Oppenheimer is not gonna do as well is because it's R. Yes. Yes. That's yeah, true. It, that's the biggest reason why. And I'm going to be completely honest. I will be very surprised if Barbie doesn't hit a billion dollars. I'm not even going to... Uh, I'm sorry. Everybody's talking about I, yeah. it. Everyone's going to go see it. And I'm really sad that I'm going to be literally probably in the middle of the ocean when these movies come out. Because yeah. you know how badly I want to go do a double header and... I want to see Oppenheimer. Brooklyn was so telling bad. me they have Barbenheimer shirts. <laughs> and I think it's just... I don't know if it's like a split shirt or like what it is, but it's like that's the coolest piece of merch ever because... <laughs> Could you ever have two more different hype movies come out no, on the same day? You couldn't. There, there's and of no... course they're coming out on the same day. Yeah. Yeah. I just think it'd be so fun to just go spend like five hours at the movie theater, <laughs> six hours at the movie theater, and watch those two polar opposite movies and see what happens. Uh, so I'm kind of bummed about that, but I might do it when I get back. Yeah. Are you gonna see Barbie? I'm gonna watch it. I'm gonna go see know. it, whether you freaking like it or not. I know. I'll record it with some w- girl. I guess, if you don't want to see Jesse it. Jesse wants to see it. You can record it with him. Jesse wants to see yeah. it? That's what's up, Jesse. Get it. Oh. Um, okay, so do you think Top Gun Maverick, 1.45? That why sounds did, right. Why, why doesn't this have the legs? Okay, this is why I don't think it has the legs. Okay. What competed with Top Gun Maverick? That is true. Basically nothing. That's the big one. Yeah. And because I think it came at the perfect time it did just overall it, it was did. it was 2022 right so we were mm-hmm. like out of covid but it was still but like, it's still there there was a different covid with the movie theaters right. where it was like people thought it was almost the death of movie theaters right right people thought it was going to come back i would say the movie that brought people back was probably no way home because mm-hmm. um, that was end of 2021 theaters were like kind of back to normal and everything and then top gun maverick came in like a vacuum yeah. and not only did it come in a vacuum it was so good. Yeah. And it did all of the things that a nostalgia movie needs to do, mm-hmm. which nobody else has really figured out. Yes. With all the remakes and all the sequels yes. that have been coming out, Top Gun Maverick has done it better than anybody else. Yeah. Like, hands down. So I think it was just this big... Uh, it was a perfect storm of a movie mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. every single way. So I think that's what did it. I think this movie's going to earn a buttload of money. I think this yeah. movie's going to do a high hundred millions, you know, but I don't know about a billion because of Oppenheimer, because of Barbie. But you think Barbie's going to hit a bill, but this yeah. isn't? I think more people are going to see Barbie than people who are going to see this movie. Because how many girlfriends are going with boyfriends to see this movie versus how many boyfriends are going with girlfriends to see Barbie? I don't if know. Barbie wins. I'm I could be, be so, so wrong. Like I also, in a way, wouldn't be surprised if Barbie does half what this movie does. Yeah, because maybe Barbie well, it depends on if it's good. Yeah, because Barbie could be a one weekend hype what where it just hits three hundred million its first weekend and then never makes another yeah. dollar. Just because you have Margot Robbie and Ryan Gosling in a movie doesn't mean it's going to be good. That's the thing. So after, this was good. This was good. Yeah. Yeah. So, so after after next weekend, ten percent like after next weekend. I will have an answer for sure. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. That's kind of it. Do you have any other non-spoilery things to say? Um, I don't think so. Can I say one more thing? Please. This has nothing to do with the movie. 
We, for some reason, only got one preview. Well, it's because the thing didn't work. Do you think that's what it was? Yeah. Okay, well, something was broken at our theater. We, yeah. we literally only ended up getting one preview and then three commercials in a row oh. and then the movie started. Yeah. Okay. You guys, this preview <laughs> came out of nowhere. Maybe people have heard of it, but I've never heard of it. It's called The Creator. The Creator, yeah. Let me just tell you, if this movie is anything like the trailer, it is going to be one of my favorite movies of all time because it has everything that I've been wanting from all the things that I like. It's like a Star Wars movie, it dude. It looks like it, it, like what Star Wars should look like. Yeah. I've been complaining so much that the post-dystopian era, era is gone because that's like one of my favorite eras, like the, the I Am Legend, Hunger Games, Divergent, freaking... Ever, that Maze Runner, that Maze whole Runner, era, yeah. the 2012, 2015 era yeah. of just like everything was post-dystopian. And then this movie's like that. Freaking looks so good on CGI, so good on action. Yeah. Really good like character design. And I'd never heard a single no. peep about this movie. No. Like literally nothing. And nothing. I'm, I know everything that's like <laughs> coming out and who's working on it. And this Do movie- you know about Wonka? I know about Wonka and freaking Timothy Chalamet and all that kind of stuff. I yeah. know about this kind of stuff. Napoleon? Yeah, and Napoleon with Walking, Walking Phoenix. Phoenix. No, I know everything, Craig, <laughs> about movies that are coming out, and I've never <laughs> heard about this movie. No. And I love that. It feels like the way you— theaters to, like, only show this one thing? And I, was, then, I was honestly wondering about yeah. that. This, to me, feels like what Cloverfield was for you. Yeah. Like, this, this could be— Shadow drop. This could like, be my Cloverfield, but it might be a good movie. <laughs> But this, because this looks like it's, it's, have you heard of Rebel Moon? No. I haven't told you about Rebel Moon, uh -uh. Zack Snyder's Star Wars. Do you like Zack Snyder or no? Okay. So anyways, really quick story. He pitched a Star Wars uh, movie to Star Wars quite a while ago. I oh, think it was okay. right after they bought Star Wars. And oh. they were like, nah. And he was like, fine, I'll take it somewhere else. So he finally took it to Netflix and they're making it. Huh. And it's called Rebel Moon. It's basically like a Star Wars-ish. Yeah, but it probably maybe cooler. From it everything we've heard and everything I've seen image-wise, to use their lightsabers, they're kind of lightsabers, but they're like lava, and you have to chop your arm off and put a robotic arm on it <laughs> and learn to use it. So loss it. of limb like Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> so, and the thing is, Star Wars is just flopping so hard that people can come in and make movies like The Creator or Rebel Moon yeah, yeah. and probably just dominate. Mm. And The Creator looks exactly like what I thought Dune was going to be. Because Dune bored me to death. Dude, it looked the first dope. Dune was boring. It looked dope. Like it visually and sonically oh, was incredible. But yeah. Holy boring. I would have rather watched Planet Earth. Yeah. It was essentially really what it was. boring. I hope the second one's good. The second one looks good, but it does look knows. good. And, and it was a well made movie. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I don't yeah. know anything about the book. I don't either. But it was freaking, it was, it was boring. so boring. Yeah. Dude. So this looks like Dune if Dune was on crack. And I'm <laughs> stoked about it. So look up the trailer for uh, the creator because it looks freaking sick. Okay. Okay. We're going to jump into spoilers, but first, subscribe. Subscribe. Buy merch. Buy merch. Ring the bell. Bing. And just click all the links in the follow entire description. Follow Twitter, TikTok, and Follow Twitter, Instagram. TikTok, Instagram, Instagram, Instagram Patreon, subscriber, threads. Just kidding. That's a new thing. I don't know what it is. Yeah, somebody told me that we need to get into threads. Yeah, I guess we should look into it. But first, a message from our sponsor. Okay, we are going to jump into spoilers now. Like all the way now. Yeah. So if you haven't seen the movie and you care, because there are spoiler things. There's just so many spoilers. So, do with that what you will. 
Um, but we're going to spoil the whole thing now. In five, four, three, two, one, go. Uh, yeah. Dude, Tom Cruise. I didn't even know he was in this Com movie. Tom Cruise. Do you, do you know about Tom Cruise? Tom Cruise, no. They do, uh, <laughs> they're one of the official remixes from the Tron uh, album. There's a Com Trues. Com Trues? This is their artist. Name. That's hilarious. They do a remix of one of the songs. Huh. So anyways, you guys. Okay. Woof. I'm so excited to talk about this. Okay. I am beyond ecstatic to talk about this. Shall we jump just right in? Yeah, visuals. What do you got, dude? As far as my score goes? Yeah. 199. For you? Yeah. Jeez, that's high. <laughs> okay. I'm going to give it a 193. Okay. It was almost all like super, 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 super good. Yeah. There's like two things that I'm going to be picky about. One, the train scene at the, the end. The tunnel. The green screen is like meh. Yeah. The tunnel is meh. The tunnel is not great. Not great. Yeah. Cool scene. Cool scene. Not great. No. And then, and it's kind of like, can I give it points off for the mask stuff? Because it's kind of like at this point, it's like a Mission Impossible trope that the mask taking off is like, Kind of cheesy. Oh, it's just the way they cut. Oh, really? When they're taking it off. Oh, there's I love no, it. There's no perfect way to do it, right? No, but it's great. And you can totally tell when they're like making a cut, so they can cut from the actual actor to the different actor <laughs> pulling a mask off. I'm just like, ah, okay, fine, whatever. It's a little lazy, but fine. No, so it's I like basically it. that in the green screen. Everything yeah. else was great. Shot yeah. choices are phenomenal. Choreography is phenomenal. I don't know if that's writing or whatever. Uh, the stunt driving, just that was. I just loved it. I yeah, mine's 199 because of all of the effort that went into make this movie. Yeah. Yeah. And I I I'm fine with you giving yeah. it that score yeah. because it was so good. It was so good. It was so good. <laughs> it was a visual treat. That's yeah. what I'd call it. And I would say so there's a car chase scene. They totally set it up so the doors would come off so they could do fun angles with like inside oh, the car. Oh, absolutely. Which was and it was a so great cool. idea. It was so cool. You guys real quick. <laughs> Because we're on cars, okay, if you have listened to our extraction episode, <laughs> not a lot of people did because I don't know who watched that movie, but I think a lot of people watched that movie, but none of them listened to our podcast. You guys, in extraction, we talked about how every movie basically gets some sponsorship from a car uh, make, and mm -hmm. typically it's cool cars, right? Or s relatively cool cars. Mm -hmm. But for some reason in Extraction 2, they did Volkswagens. And so it's Chris Hemsworth driving around in a Volkswagen, who's the last person on earth to drive a Volkswagen. <laughs> you know who drives a Volkswagen? That guy in your neighborhood who's a little too loud, who's living in somebody's basement and smokes way too much weed for his own good. Okay? Chris Hemsworth doesn't drive a Volkswagen. There's no paparazzi pictures of that guy driving a Volkswagen. Okay? Sorry about the rant. This one was BMWs, and they were all freaking <laughs> yeah, sick, they were dude. They were all dope, except for the Fiat. But that yeah. was even better. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> tiny dude. little yellow field. That was amazing. So I'm just saying, I don't know, movies, check yourself. Okay. <laughs> but, okay, so let's just jump in. The sandstorm at the beginning. So good. It's freaking cool. Have you seen Hidalgo? Yeah, but okay. not in a really okay. long time. That totally reminded me of that. Because there's that yeah, crazy oh, sandstorm mm -hmm. in there. And isn't there a sandstorm in another Mission Impossible movie? Is that four or five? Because in Dubai, and then isn't there another sandstorm? But doesn't oh. he drive through it? I'm making something up. I can tell. Maybe. Maybe not. I, I don't, don't remember. remember. Um, but yeah, it was just like it's a. That's just a fun place to have a gunfight. Yeah, it is. You know? It felt and it the felt sound unique. was so great. Mm -hmm. Like the only thing was <laughs> another thing of he's writing 
and there's like eight people behind him and none yeah. of them can shoot him. <laughs> that was my first thought. Was they like, were shooting at him and I was like, no, yeah. I could hit him. <laughs> I could close my eyes at that point. If you're shooting a machine gun, yeah, you're you, gonna hit you him. hit him. Yeah. Or you hit the horse at least. What would have been better because she starts shooting them she should have just done that a little sooner. Yeah. Then it would have been a little bit more realistic. Yeah, it would have made more sense. Yeah. But you look past it after you see the rest of the movie. Yeah, basically. So, uh, so the sandstorm was cool. At the at, at kind of at, towards right after that, when all of those I don't know NSA people were sitting in that office mm-hmm. or whatever talking, and the guy walks in and he's so creepy and he doesn't blink. And no. I was like, the heck? Who is this? It's weird. Do you want to know who I thought it was at first? A robot? <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. I, I thought, thought it was, was the entity. I thought it was the, okay. Yeah. I'm so, I'm so glad I'm not like a complete idiot because I was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to mention this later. And then he's going to be like, what? No, I thought it was the entity. Yeah, I thought it was the entity like yeah. walking in. So I thought it was this AI robot walking in. But then it was- just listening. But it was Ethan Hunt. And yeah. He, I thought he couldn't blink. And then when he took the mask off, I was like, oh, he can't blink when he's in the mask. But then he blinked when he put the other mask on. So I was like, I think why is blink. He, why isn't he blinking, dude? How does the mask work? Yes. So- yeah. So like 1996, that's how. Well, like obviously you can have the mask on, but wouldn't your face be thicker? Well, yeah. Well, here's the thing. No, <laughs> if they made it really, really thin, but when you see it when they're making it, it's like, it's an like inch this, thick. Yeah. It's so thick. <laughs> so that's another one of those. Of like there are a few Mission Impossible things that you just look past. Oh, 100%. That's how they've done it yeah. since. When did the show come out? The 50s, 60s? Yeah. It's old. It is it's an old, old, old show. So and it's so great. They pull off the yeah, freaking mask, yeah. and you're just I like, mean, it's, yeah. It's kind of one of those things that's almost so cheesy that you love it. Oh, 100 you know? percent. I so, love it. It's a part of Mission Impossible. Yeah. You can't get rid of it. Okay, and then when they're in the airport, and the two guys are looking for him, and he's like, they, "He's got to be around here somewhere," and he's just running up behind him, like <laughs> in the window. It's, he's like on the roof. Yeah, he's on the roof, like I guess uh, on the other side of the window, and he's just kind of blurry in the background, and you can just see him running. <laughs> And you can just always tell when it's Tom Cruise. Yeah, because right? he's got the you just arms. You see a dude. silhouette, and it's just the fastest <laughs> run ever. And so I just thought that was funny. Everybody that was hilarious. Everybody was laughing. By the way, I think more people were in our theater watching this movie than all the people who actually went to see Indiana Jones combined. Yeah, pretty so, much. Just saying, fire Catholic. Dude, our, our theater was a fun theater. It was a fun theater. There was, was cheering theater. at the beginning, there was laughter during, there was and there was clapping, clapping after. Yeah. So it was like freaking great, dude. Good. I didn't realize that Another many good... people love this show. But I think... Yeah, well... Because the third one was really good, but then I think Ghost Protocol really brought yes. it back. Yeah, and if four, like and four five, Nation six were did really well, and then phenomenal. Fallout just blew it out of yeah. the water. And I think people just have recently also become such a huge Tom Cruise fan Top as Gun. an actor, yeah. Top Gun and all that kind of stuff, and just wanting to get back into just movies like this. Yeah. Real stunt movies. Real stunt, just like freaking, because it feels, it still feels like that old 90s action type of movie, you know, but it has all the modern things that we need in a movie. So just, yeah, this is just great. It was great. Okay. I have recently, I guess since I watched 10 Cloverfield Lane, discovered how much I love a good car accident in a movie. Yeah. And when she, gets crashed into yeah. when she's driving the car. First of all, the crash was dope. Like It was Totally awesome. caught me by surprise. Oh, 100%. The sound was great. It. It sound was shocked amazing. Me. Shocked me like to just my core. jarring like quick yeah. hit. And then it's showing her and then you just, not even in focus, you no. see the motorcycle fly by. That was the 
and run into people. One of my favorite thing of all time. One of the best scenes in the entire movie. Maybe in the riding, franchise. Because Tom Cruise was riding a motorcycle. Yeah. And just, like right behind her. Yeah, and, then, and just jumps off of it and lets the two of them just totally smack these goodness, guys. So, so, so good. I'm so excited about that. Um, and then basically oh. my last two notes. One, when they get in the Fiat and they're driving around. Oh my and gosh. Like that whole scene is hilarious. And I'll talk about it more kind of with the writing and stuff. <laughs> But just the visual of them driving that around, first of all, was so funny. And But then when she can only do donuts and she can't figure out how to drive it straight and the other chick can't start her car. And so you just like have this giant armored truck trying to start the engine in this so tiny Fiat that looks literally like a toy car doing donuts right in front of it. Like what a brilliant way to add comedy <laughs> that didn't take away from the seriousness no, of the film, <laughs> but felt so much like the comedy from Game Night yeah. in so many ways oh that I love. Dude. I haven't laughed that hard in a theater oh, in I don't man. know how long. It was so funny. <laughs> like just that entire, once they, once they got to the Fiat, because I think it's the Ferrari and then it's the Fiat right next to it. <laughs> And then everything from then on is hilarious it's in the perfect. field. perfect. All of that. And also so intense. And so intense. Yeah. Just whoever wrote that, like whoever, whoever's idea that was, thank you. Oh my gosh. So much because yes. you made my day. Oh. It was so good. It was so good. Have you seen Italian Job? I've seen parts of Italian okay. Job. But it reminds me of the, the Mini Coopers. Coopers yeah. yeah. But even better. Yeah, even better. Yeah, even better. For sure. Oh and gosh. then, and then we already talked about the green screen, but basically, train green screen when they're on top was like me, and when they're hanging from because there are some parts where they were on top, and there were some parts where I think when they were doing a little bit more action intense was probably green screen because yeah. they do have shots where they are on top of a moving train, right? Recording. And you can tell, I think, when those are. Yeah, that's I think my big issue. Yeah. So that's it, and it is a big issue. I think the coolest thing was I was telling Sam this. They built that entire train because they had to crash it at the end. Yeah. And they didn't have just a disposable train that they could get, so they had to build it, but build it around the action and a working train that they were then just going to crash. Like, yeah. How cool is that? Talk about a budget, dude. What's the budget for this movie? I don't Do you know? know. Do you re- did you tell me? Did somebody tell me? No, I didn't tell you. But um, I mean, and also the the way that they have to get like off the train at the end with all oh each car gosh. crashing was like hilarious, was hilarious, but also so intense, so intense, and didn't end. And it kept getting funnier and funnier, <laughs> but also more intense and more intense. Yeah. And I am just shocked that they were able to capitalize, like to just do that. Yeah, it was, it was really. It clever. worked really well. Yeah. What do you got for notes? Oh, budget two ninety. That's that's juicy. Oh, you guys, I told Craig this, but I just learned this, and I don't know if everybody knows this. Oh yeah, a movie typically m- makes half of what the box office is, more or less. It's generally they get half of what the domestic is, and they get I think around a third or maybe two fifths of what the international is. So people just round it to about a half. Yeah. So if a movie is made for Three hundred million dollars in the in the box office is six hundred million dollars. They actually just break even, basically, or maybe lose a little bit. Yeah. So I, my entire life, have thought that in that situation they've made three hundred million dollars, but that is not the, so. The truth. Does it say why? Like, is it just the theaters? It's so many. It's just yeah. It's just the cost basically okay. of distribution, marketing, marketing. 
um, all that kind of stuff because in the budget they don't have the marketing budget and right. most movies are like around a hundred million for like that's a pretty average marketing but budget for a big budget um, yeah for big budget films yeah. so so they're yeah I mean they have to so this movie for example has to make five hundred and eighty million dollars to pretty much break even to break even yeah which is kind of crazy so huh. yeah so that's just a little fun fact about box offices and, and whatnot um my only other note was just the jump off the cliff. Yeah, I mean that so like that was the scene, right? Yeah. In the whole movie. Yes. And that's why I would say this one is just a little bit less than Fallout for me. Because Fallout, you had the helicopter, mm-hmm. you had the yeah. halo jump, you had him jumping across the buildings and breaking his freaking ankle. Yeah. And the helicopter drop scene yeah. and everything. So that's true. This was like that was this was the stunt. Of the yeah. Movie. So that the the parach- the speed parachuting thing at the, the very wing, end, the speed wing or something, yeah, whatever it's called. It's actually yeah. pretty dangerous because yeah, you have oh, to be sure. so close to the ground. My uh, my computer teacher in fifth grade bo- broke both of his femurs doing that. Yeah. So crashed into a cliff. But it was just kind of. It almost felt like a little afterthought stuff. Oh, a hundred percent. And he so that's like, like he's like, okay, I'll take this parachute now, and then he just landed, and you're like, what? Yeah, they showed like a couple scenes of him flying, yeah. but they had like a whole three minute YouTube video of how dangerous this was, and yeah. so I was like, I thought when he jumped off that, that he was going to be did. doing that, yeah, and yeah. then it, I don't know. Well, here's what's funny that I actually love about the jump because I've. They put out that the video, basically the behind the scenes of the jump. I think a year ago. It was a, yeah, it was a year ago. Um, so like I've known about this jump for a super long time, and I've yeah. seen it so many times. And I've always thought, who's chasing him? Oh. That was always my thought. Oh, okay. right. <laughs> like what, what's setting this up? Uh huh. And this is I'm kind of jumping into story now, which is our next category. But which is, I'm done with visuals. So okay. It's fine. Well, we're jumping into it. This was a beautiful transition. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, somebody's got to be chasing him, but there's nobody chasing him. It's just funny. It's just funny, yeah. And it's genius because yeah. this whole time, and I guess maybe it's just for me, but I've been building myself up for this to be some big action thing that he has to do, mm-hmm. but it's kind of not. He just no. like misses the train because they're going too fast. Yeah. And then <laughs> So that he has then, to do this stunt. What's the guy's name? Pe- Simon Pegg. Simon Pegg. What's his name in the in the show? Something done. Yeah. Oh, I don't remember his oh first name. Gosh. But anyway, he he tells him to just keep driving his bike straight. Yeah. And he's gonna catch up to the train. Yeah. And Ethan's like, okay, when am I getting there? He's like, just keep going. And he can totally <laughs> tell that he's gonna have to go off a mountain, but Ethan has no idea. And he gets to the end of the mountain and he's like, he's like, I don't need you to make it difficult for me. Like I'm <laughs> I'm under a lot of pressure right now. And then he has Benji. to and Benji, that's right. Yeah. And then he has to go back and jump off the mountain just by himself. Yeah. And so it's just I thought that was funny. Yeah. You know? It's hilarious. Just I guess that's yeah. me too. I didn't even think about why this scene was happening when I saw it a year ago. Right. But I guess I probably anticipated it was some like action thing. Yeah. Because yeah. it always is. Like yeah. it's either an action thing or he's gonna jump and like catch a helicopter mm-hmm. or something. But then he jumps and he's in the air forever and then just crashes into the train. And it almost, in a lot of ways, looks like an accident when he crashes. Yeah, into, like, obviously, kind of not because he goes right through the perfect window and hits the bad guy. Yeah. Which is a little bit. Yeah. It's Tom Cruise. He probably could do that in real life. Let's be honest. How does he know where they're at? He's got super and laser it, vision. And plan it perfectly that he would align as the train is going by to go in the right car. 
It is Tom Cruise. That's all it is. Oh. Okay, so... That's a convenient plot point right there. When... Yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah. But it's amazing. When they're in the Fiat, and he can't get it to drive, he can't figure yeah. out the buttons, yeah. and she's, like, assuring him that it's fine. Like, he's like... She's like, it's okay. Like, it's the kind of thing that happens. That's where I was like, this is game night energy so much. Oh, 100%. Right like, so, so much. Because he was like embarrassed yeah. that he couldn't get it. He's like, this started. normally doesn't happen. They like put the buttons like in the wrong place and like all this kind of stuff. And it was so funny. And I feel like there was maybe a little bit of innuendo in there, but where it was just like, hey, this like normally it, like doesn't happen to me. And like all this uh-huh. stuff. Like, yeah, like it's fine. Like maybe that wasn't intentional, but I was totally picking up on it. I was like, that is so. But he so played funny. that embarrassed so well. Oh, so well. That was great. Just those two together worked incredibly (laughs) well. And I just thought that was like a really, really funny. Everything with the Fiat was just really funny. Perfection. Yes. All of it. Everything. To the last moment where it got crunched. Yeah. He had the steering wheel attached to it. That was amazing. Yeah. I have a couple more. Okay. Story for me. The first one that I have is the bomb diffusing. Oh. That was intense. I loved that. And I know it. The dumb thing is, it's like, obviously, a bomb's not going to go in and kill everybody, right? So you don't even yeah. need to feel intense, but they do it so well. Well, it's like you always know they're going to defuse the bomb at the yeah, end. But, of course. But I was but this even more like, so, right? Because it's towards the beginning of the movie. Yeah. So, of course. And so, yeah, you know for sure that airport. at least Tom Cruise isn't going to die. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And he's in the airport. So, you're like, probably nobody else is going to die. But, yeah, but they still, still just like, I was sitting there like sweating. Like, that's how Top Gun is because I know exactly what happens in Top Gun now. I've seen the movie five times. Mm-hmm. It's the same level of intensity for me. Yeah. Every time I'm just like, oh my gosh, are they going to make it? Yeah. Yeah. And I know. Yeah. So, yeah, same thing. That's cool. Yeah, that was a good scene. Good my, that was that not quite my favorite scene of any of the Mission Impossibles is the beginning of the third one in terms of the intensity. You haven't seen it forever, so you probably yeah. don't remember, but it's when his it's, it's not really his wife, his girlfriend, the like main girl is um she's tied up and it's, it's Philip Seymour Hoffman, he's the villain who is like the best villain in any mm. of the movies. Mm-hmm. And he says, I'm going to count to 10. And I'm going to shoot her unless you tell me where the rabbit's foot is. That whole like scene yeah, is so yeah. good. But that was, oh, the bomb deciphering, that was so good. It's like the riddles and everything. Yeah. It's just like, mm, this, is, this is good. Okay, so this is going to be part story, part score. Okay. Dark Knight equals Mission Impossible 7 because... He had two people that he had to save, but he was mm. too far away to save both of them. <laughs> Just like in the Dark Knight, oh my where, gosh, Batman, you're right. where Batman has to save Rachel or Hen- or Harvey, and he saves neither. Well, technically, oh, he, he saves Harvey, Harvey, but to no avail. To no avail. <laughs> I was totally Dude, like right. Batman vibes. Oh my gosh! <laughs> and then the score. Dude, Inception all the way in this movie. Yeah. Like, this, dude, this slightly, great. slightly almost like, is there like copyright issues with this? It was the same guy. I don't know. <laughs> I don't think it's Hans Zimmer. Oh, was it not? I don't know. I don't know who it is. Um, Yeah. Okay. Do you have any other uh, story notes? Um, The only other story note that I have, and this is a bad story note, the bad guy 
just jumping off the train and falling in the truck. That wouldn't happen. He had it on his watch. No, I understand that, but he just plops flat and just doesn't move. He's it's falling from foam. like a 60-mile-an-hour train. He you got really up. mean to tell me he's not going to roll or anything? Today's episode is brought to you by Purple Mattress, <laughs> the most memory foam mattress anybody can. I'm just joking. No, I that actually was, don't just, like Purple Mattresses. plopped. Yeah, you're right. And there's no movement. There was no even yeah, like and they were going, a what, little roll. Probably 150. Yeah, Maybe? I mean the 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 video said sixty miles an hour. Oh, but they're probably making Still. it look like it's higher. Yeah, I don't know. That That's took a little me dicey. Out. That's took me out. I was like, I uh, <laughs> couldn't he have at least rolled off of the like thing. Like if he had landed and rolled out of it and fallen on the ground. Okay, that makes That's sense. That's fair. That's yeah. fair. So my score for that and just a couple times was slightly confusing, slightly very hard to understand at the beginning. Yeah. Oh, for I could sure. not understand anybody. At I the was kind of yeah. Like the accents were so the accents, I needed subtitles for a little they bit. They were so yeah. bad. Yeah. And the story was a little confusing. It got yeah, a, it was little a little muddy confusing. with the AI. So yeah. yeah, I get that. What are you so, gonna give it? I'm gonna give it a 189. Wow, that is exactly what I was gonna give it. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> uh so my last two notes, one you know, there's been a, a, a big conversation recently about, it's basically Disney, right? What they're doing is they're taking all of our favorite heroes from our childhood, mm-hmm. mainly men, and they're bringing in younger women mm-hmm. and making the older men look incompetent or stupid or lazy or whatever and to build up these women, which is not the way to do it. You should make your woman just a strong character mm-hmm. and then she can vibe or whatever, right? This movie was so anti that that there was a so. 10 minute fight where two dudes were beating up two girls. Yep. <laughs> so much. <laughs> and then one of the guys beats the girl and then beats the other girl and stabs her in the heart <laughs> while Tom Cruise is bashing another woman's face into a brick wall. If that is not anti whatever Disneyfying a movie is, then I don't know what is. This is not, I'm, I'm not um, condoning violence against women, but oh my goodness, he bashed her head into a brick so many times. What on earth is happening? So that's what I have to say about that. Yeah. And one of the girls had a samurai sword and still died. No, she had, well, she got rid of it because she ended up with just a pipe. Well, I know, but she started with a samurai sword. Where did sword. her samurai sword go? She just traded it in for a lead no, pipe. No, I think what he What is like, this clue? I think, he, <laughs> I think he like flipped her one time and it like fell out of her hands and fell into like the river or something. Oh, that girl. Yeah. I thought you were talking about the mantis girl because she had a samurai sword earlier too. Yeah, because then she just has the pipe. In the pipe. club. And then she just comes in, Colonel Mustard in the observatory. So that was my pipe. only other story thing. That was. Another hallway scene, dude. Another hallway oh scene. Oh my gosh. Not great, but not great. Good. But good. It's fine. Why didn't they just have a gun and pew, Yeah, I was thinking that the whole time. I was pew, like, pew. why would you go into this situation with no gun? Like pew, one pew. guy just has a fist and the other has a lead pipe. <laughs> a lead pipe's a horrible thing to do when you can't swing it. I know. She could only just kind of wave her flick her wrist around. Hallway. It was like a shoulder wide. Yeah. So yeah. Whatever. Pew pew pew. And then the only other like story thing that I thought was really funny was uh, when Benji is driving the car and he needs to look something up on his laptop or whatever, and so he puts the car in his self-driving and gets in the other seat, 
And then he looks over at the self-driving <laughs> and he buckles up. I just thought that was really Why funny. didn't he need to get in the other seat? Yeah, room, I think. Just scoot the, the steering Jesse's wheel. like, why didn't you just scoot the seat back? I don't know, because then you got to scoot it back again. And you can't find the right distance <laughs> and all this kind of stuff. But, uh, but he's already stressed out enough. Right. And then, the, and then basically my negative is, yeah, the first like half of the movie, it wasn't too confusing. Like I got the gist of it. Yeah. But there's a lot of the AI stuff. Like I'm still not positive how the bad guy has every, like knows everything he knows. Like, I'm still kind of confused like, about that. How, part. Does it talk to him somehow? Yeah. Because how does he know all that? Yeah. How does he? Do you know? All I can think is that the AI talks to him. Yeah. See, I, maybe it did, I need to rewatch it. It did the riddles it. on the bomb. Yeah, but I'm just kidding. Yeah. It, did, so, it didn't ever tell you how he knew. I'm just assuming the AI talks to it. Right. So I'm a little confused about that portion. So yeah. there's a little, maybe, maybe I'm just stupid. Maybe I get a 189. Maybe the movie is giving, maybe the entity is giving me a 189. I don't know. At this point, the entity could be everywhere. There's no way of knowing. And we don't know. ChatGPT is the it could the have entity. It could have made this movie. Oh my goodness. This whole this movie could be an illusion. AI. <gasps> Gasp. What? Tom Cruise is dead. Oh my goodness. He's recreated as an AI. Dude, how long do you think Tom, uh, Tom Cruise is going to be doing his own stunts? How many more years do you give him? Do you think he'll do it until he's 70? So here's my question. Do you think he's gonna be 70 in nine years? Oh yeah, dude. He's super old. He's Do you so think old. the next Mission Impossible is the end? I think they've said outright that it's the finale of the series. Is but people though? say that all the time. Yeah. So I, I don't know. Do you think they'll actually cut it? Yeah. And how do you think it's gonna end? Happy ending. Happy ending? Yeah. Nobody you don't else think is, he's gonna die? No, nobody else is gonna die. Nobody ne- else. No, neither of his no no big no big characters. I no mean maybe Benji K- or Luther. Kinkrich, K- K- Kitch Kitch. Kitchen, Kitchrich, Kitchrich, Kinrich. What's his name? The the IMF yeah, dude. Yeah, I don't know. Kill, kill Kigrich, Kid, Kim, Kid, Kimble, Colonel Kirk, Sanders, Cripple, Cripple Snitch, Cripple Snitch. I think he might die, but like, oh no. I think I think Ethan Hunt, Grace, Benji, and L- Luther. L- Luther. I think those are guys who are all going to survive. You it's going to be a happy ending. Because that's Mission Impossible is always they defuse the bomb at the last second. I think they have to do that for the end. Right. The other option is you basically kill everybody off, but I think and this or they is have a, a kid and then you kill them off. That's the thing is I James think Bond. that was so ill received in James Bond that oh, I don't think, I don't, think they'd, I don't think they'd risk it. I think I, I think not. people actually just re- would rather have a happy ending with it. But do you think there will be a Mission Impossible, like an impossible mission? I think the eighth one's going to be called Mission Possible. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine Mission Possible? And that's the one where everyone dies. <laughs> Okay, other question. Did really get us with that. Okay. Do you think we'll get Jeremy Renner? Which one was he in? He was in four and five. Was he good or bad? He's good. He was one of the people that worked with him. No. I think we'll get a cameo. Okay. I do miss him. Yeah. But, I mean, obviously he couldn't have done this because of that's true. life for him. Yeah, that's true. But I wonder if, like, he just might I be... I think he's recovered now. Yeah. So... He was at like a show, like an award show or something, yeah. and he was walking up. Yeah. I miss him. I know, me too. I haven't seen him in anything in a long time, but I guess that's probably why. Yeah. Okay, okay so acting. I mean, I don't have a lot of notes, but I think everyone was like pretty dang good. Yeah. Not perfect. So like Luther, for me, has never he's, been great. Yeah, he's fine. He's fine. He's yeah. kind of like what he needs to be, but not perfect. And then... Cruz? Gabriel. Gabriel. Eh. Yeah, he was fine. Fine, but not my favorite. No. 
I'm going to give it a 195. Okay. What are your thoughts on Tom Cruise's acting? It is kind of like Ryan Reynolds acting, where it's good acting, but it's very much him. Mm-hmm. And so at this point, it's kind of hard to know if it's Because he's good. so full of himself that it's just perfect he, that he's playing a person that's yeah, full of himself. Like yeah. he just plays himself. Yeah. Which is like him, Woody Harrelson, Ryan Reynolds. They all play themselves. Mm-hmm. They're not like Tom Cruise who can play anybody. Or uh, Tom, Tom Hanks. Hanks who can yeah. play anybody, right? Yeah. They kind of have to play like one thing. Yeah, they do. <laughs> so I think it's, I think I, I'm never, I've never watched him and thought his acting was bad. That's the thing. Okay. There's never been even a single scene in any movie I've seen with him where I'm like, mm, no. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. I would say the earlier Mission Impossibles. Yeah. But the third one. But that's more of like a, I think that's more of an era thing than it is an acting thing. That could be true. So, I don't know. Yeah. He bugs me a little bit. Just how full of himself Oh, he for is. sure. You have to just forget that he's an actual person. Yeah, because it's, Robert Downey Jr. plays full of himself, but he's so likable. Yeah. This is, it's weird. It's different. It's, he's it's still weird likable. because it's real. Yeah, he's still likable, but he's, I guess it's real, so it's slightly annoying. I was going to say this when we review Top Gun, but I'll say it now because it's kind of the same thing. <laughs> he plays himself in that, and this movie's a little different. Top Gun is very much like this, where you don't really like him as a person. Mm-hmm. And it's the same thing in Top Gun. He's kind of a douche. Mm-hmm. He's full of himself. Mm-hmm. He doesn't want to take orders. Yep. That's exactly how he is in real yep. life. But he's so dang good at what he does <laughs> that you just have to forget about the fact that you hate him. I know. And let him do his thing. Because you can nobody else can do it. this without him. Yeah. You can't. He is, you just can't. in real life, he is Mission Pete Mitchell. He's, he's, he's Ethan Hunt. Ethan Hunt. He's yeah. the guy who can do all of it, regardless of what he's like as a person. Yeah. So. I'm going to give it a 183. Okay. So. just Any, any notes? No, just, I do think I love Haley Atwell. She's also always been good in everything I've seen. Yeah, I think She's she was. Very, very she good and Simon Pegg were the best. Yeah, I love Simon Pegg. Simon Pegg is one of my. favorites. Did I tell you my buddy animated his character's face in the Hogwarts Legacy <gasps> game? No, Isn't that's that cool? so cool. Shout out to Chris Burton if you're listening, dude. Congrats, Simon Pegg in Freaking that game. Cool. In, in that game, yeah, he voices the the um, what's his, what's the head guy's name? Headmaster. No. Like is that what Dumbledore? Dumbledore? What's, yeah. Is that headmaster? He's the headmaster. Yeah. Whoever the headmaster is, he that's him. Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. He's like a black, but he's like a uh, an ancestor of Sirius Black, I think. I think. I can't remember. I haven't okay. played the game. Yeah, I haven't either. Yeah. That's so cool. Yeah, I know. He, uh, he, he's, he showed that to me, and I was like, dude, are you freaking kidding me? That's, that's amazing. So legit. You can say that. Yeah. You've got your name on the credits of a game. That's uh, so cool. But he found out that he turned down what ended up being Star Wars Visions, I think, oh. to work on that. But he didn't know. Yeah. Usually when you work on Star Wars, you don't know that okay, you're about to work on Star Wars. He made a lot more from that than he would have with Star Wars probably. Visions. Because Hogwarts Legacy, like, probably. If, ton of sales. If he has anything on the back end. Yeah. Not everybody gets anything on the, everything I guess, on the back I guess end. I guess I just... So. People think of Star Wars Visions not as highly as Hogwarts. Oh, absolutely. Especially the second season was super underwhelming, which is fine because it doesn't matter. But yeah. yeah. Um, Guess what? I finally have notes for the score. Oh, wow. I do too. (laughs) Like for the maybe the first time kind of ever. Yeah. Um, So again, 
we watched this in IMAX and they turned it all the way up. Whatever their 100% is, it was on that. It was one. Because from the beginning, I was like, okay, ouch. Like, this somebody... is even louder than Avatar. A hundred. This was way louder than Avatar. Yeah. I would say this was like 20% louder than what Avatar it was. It might be the loudest movie I've ever been to in my for, life. For sure, it was for me. Holy crap. Very loud, which honestly was fine. I wasn't... I, I didn't have a problem with it. No, I, at but, points I was like, I should be like wearing ear muffs because I'm in pain currently. But I guess I'll just accept it. Is my it. hearing just going down? Yeah, like I'm wondering if my watch. I'm surprised because my watch has that that decibel, thing, the, the decibel thing. I wonder if it says anything about like it was way too high. Um, I mean, I don't have a warning on here right now. Well, of course it wouldn't be now. But maybe I'll look into it because yeah, it was. Definitely super loud. Yeah. But the music, so basically I have, I have two notes. Yep, so One, the music where they're fighting, the, the there's the little hallway scene oh, with yeah, the lead yeah. pipe we yeah. were just talking about and the other dude's fighting. The music gets louder and more intense and more intense mm-hmm. and more intense until she dies. Until she dies. And yeah. it's the music's so good. Yes. All of the music in this movie, honestly, is really, really, really good. Yeah. Like this is one of, I think this is going to be up there with some of the great scores. Yes. Um, my only issue with it, and this is very, it's kind of more, I don't know if it's really on the nerdy music side. There wasn't a lot of melody to the music. It was more like chords, right? Mm-hmm. So you can sing Pirates of the Caribbean or Star Wars, right? You can go, this didn't have any of that. It was just really big, like swelling chords. Yeah. And obviously they have the, dun, 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 dun. like mm-hmm. they have yeah, the yeah, Mission yeah, Impossible yeah. song, but that's from 60 years ago yeah. or something. So the music was very good, but didn't have necessarily that kind of, I guess, catchy factor where I'm going to like yes. think about it yeah. over and over again. But it was really, really great. Yeah. So the so, music I would give really high. I'd give probably the music itself probably a 195 or 6, like really, okay. really high up okay. as far as music goes. So my two notes, I like the song that was in the club. I don't know what it was, mm. but it just mm-hmm. sounded cool. Yeah, it did sound cool. So one. my... Only thing with the score is you get the Mission Impossible song, which is fantastic. My favorite still is the mashup that they did with Imagine Dragons Friction and the mm-hmm. Mission Impossible theme from Fallout yes. 6. That's still like the all-time yes. favorite. Um, that song that's playing in the fight was also the song that was playing in the airport that was also the song that was playing towards the end. Is it all the same? Yeah, it's all the same. I think it just like built differently. Like, oh, like the build up, but it was that same chord. Like, I mean, that is how you do scores. Well, it's, like, it's, it's like Inception, right? Yeah, I mean, I mean that's you how you have do that it. One main song that like yeah. everybody knows well, and it builds and builds throughout the movie. That's one of the funniest parts in The Office that nobody ever talks about. Because they go to Andy's musical, and Daryl says, "He says, guys, quiet down. If we don't listen, we're gonna, we're gonna. If we don't listen to the overture, we're not gonna understand all the musical themes in the play, or something like that. <laughs> and it's just like a little slip in line that's so just so. I don't think I've so ever funny. caught that. That's hilarious. Like, if we don't listen to it, we're not gonna understand the musical themes. It's <laughs> it's really really funny. But yes, yeah, so, I mean, I get. So that, I felt like there is, was like two songs. It is like repeated." There was that song and there was a Mission Impossible one. Yeah. And the one song was so good, but I I literally, it literally felt like Inception, the same notes, but just played in a different yeah. order. Yeah. So incredible. I mean, I wrote it so down. Good. I wrote it down. That was so good. So good. I'm going to give it a 191. Okay. Still fantastic. Okay. 
I would just, it's not quite to the peak soundtrack because I feel like we're going to have like basically two, maybe three songs from this soundtrack yeah. where like Star Wars, you have like 80 different yeah, songs. Yeah, they're all you know? like freaking bangers. And they're for all no crazy, reason. right? Yeah. No, that's true. So, so I'd give like the music probably a 195, maybe 194, somewhere around there. But then the sound, Ugh. I'm going to add on a little bit because the yeah. use of sound and the use of silence was yeah. so good. So a couple things that I noticed that I really, really liked. The big sound part we were talking about at the mm-hmm. beginning where he jumps off. First of all, I don't think I've ever been in a quieter movie theater. Ever. When he jumps off and the sound goes dark, I did not hear a popcorn crunch. Yeah. I did not hear a sneeze. I yeah. did not hear anything. And then, boom, all of a sudden, it's just the air <laughs> yeah, from it's him just the falling. Air, that's it. And it freaked me oh out. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That was awesome. So, little quick side story. The quietest I've ever been at in a theater was the first Quiet Place movie. Oh, dude, that too, though. So we went and saw it, right? And everybody's coming in, and this group of high schoolers come in, and they're just laughing, they're rowdy, and we're like, crap. Because this is supposed to be a quiet movie, right? So we're sitting there, and we're like, this is totally going to ruin it, because people are like, you need to make sure you don't see this with kids, because you need to be immersed into it. And then... The movie starts, and this lady in front of us starts opening her candy. It's like, and I'm like, oh my gosh, this whole thing is going to be ruined. And as soon as the kid at the beginning dies, Silence. I didn't hear. I literally think the lady never ate her candy. I think that happened to because you. she was just so intense, and the all the high schoolers. There wasn't a sound from anybody the entire movie. It's one of those movies where you literally, if you're in the theater, you can't make noise. You can't. I didn't, I needed to pee like 20 (laughs) minutes into that movie. I didn't, I didn't even budge. No. I just sat there still as a statue. I think I had red vines and I didn't eat any of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I couldn't. Yeah. I literally, yeah. yeah. I remember that. So other than that, yeah, it was so dead. Dude. It was so good. But this was so fun because he jumps and I don't think it cut. It kind of all the sound fades a little bit. Yeah, it doesn't cut. And you start just, to realize how quiet it is. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, I was really hoping because I am starting to get like this weird kind of movie theater anxiety a little bit because <laughs> I went to several movies a couple years ago where I don't know if it was because we went we were going to the Megaplex in Lehigh mm-hmm. and it was just like there were always punk kids at mm-hmm. all the showings I went to and they were so annoying and I just yeah. like. I want a silent movie theater. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Unless there's, there's a, a, an appropriate time to laugh of or course, cheer, right? Of course. But other than that, I don't want anybody like talking really loud or mm-hmm. making jokes. I even hate when people are messing with their candy. Or FaceTime. Yeah. Just like all that. Yeah. Face, somebody <laughs> FaceTiming in the movie. Oh, but, but this was just like, so I, I always get worried when there's a time where I'm like, oh, this is going to be so cool. Like everyone's going to be quiet. I kind of get like anxious that somebody's going to like make a stupid comment or something that's kind of ruin the moment. Yeah. And nobody said anything. It was great. It was, was amazing. Like, yeah, it was so good. And then the other sound thing that I noticed was when they were on the train and they kind of like, I don't remember if it was only when they were in the tunnel. I think it was especially when they were in the tunnel. You could only hear the train. Like it, yes. it, it, it felt like what it should be where, because yes. they were, I think they were yelling at each other too. And you could yeah. hardly hear them over the train. Cause yeah. I think in normally in movies, they would just make it so you can hear them. Of course. But this felt so much more real. Yeah. So it almost made up for the CGI being like iffy yeah. because 
the was train was so freaking loud, you couldn't scene. hear anything. Yeah. And so, I was, and then right when they got out of the tunnel, the train was quiet, like a lot quieter, which is how it would be. Yeah. And so I thought that was really, really that clever. That was really cool. Really good, really good job with bump, the sound there. Bump me up to 192. Okay. For the absence I'm, I'm of sound in that, in that scene. Bump, bump, bump. Bump, it up. Me, up. And bump me up. So I, I thought it was interesting, and I still need to go back. Well, I mean, not need to. When I rewatch Revenge of the Sith again, I need to pay attention to the music because when you said you watched it, you felt the music was too quiet, like yes. in the mix. This music was like freaking in your face. And I don't know if that's the movie or IMAX. It's right? probably IMAX. So I'm going to pay attention to it when I watch Revenge of the Sith. Okay. And then if I, when I watch this movie, like at home, just to see where levels are, because yeah. I think it just depends. It depends on like your on, TV. Yeah, on your yeah. TV and stuff. If you have surround or non surround or. So we'll see because this movie, this music was like, in your face. It was in your it face. It was really there, and which I really never, enjoyed. And I never felt like I couldn't hear somebody because of the music. There's a yeah. lot of times where I can't hear somebody because the music is yeah. so loud. I didn't feel that way with this movie, which was really cool. Mm-hmm. The only time I couldn't hear or understand was just because their accents were so heavy. My so, goodness, that beginning was rough. Yeah, too much Russia. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, so um, vibe. 200. I mean, yeah. 201. Yeah, yeah. 200. <laughs> I mean, I'm giving it a 200 for sure. Yeah. For sure. And most of that, honestly, most of that 200 is in the car chase scene. Yes. It was a long, Dude. long scene. But that, I mean, I'll have to rewatch them because basically I think Mission Impossible has all the best car chase scenes. I would say like, Born is very good. Born has some good ones too. Yes. But I still don't think they're as good. They're the only really reason, good. The only reason but, why I'd say they're maybe not quite as good is because of the camera angles they can do with Tom Cruise actually doing it. Yeah, and Bourne is a little too much shaky cam yes, for me. Yes, it's very which, shaky cam. Yeah. Which, and, and clips so many times. And it adds a lot of stuff to the movie, but yeah. at the same time, it's it's a, one of those things where it feels a little less authentic. But yeah. the Bourne ones are very, very good. But... Mission Impossible, like especially the last three or four of them, have really good car car chase scenes. Yeah. And this one was just, just it, was, it was the best. Dude. It was the best. When he's going backwards and then just accidentally starts going backwards down the stairs. <laughs> can so you crazy. ask for anything more than that? <laughs> I don't know. The fact that they didn't have any doors on it, the, the crash, the motorcycle, just all that stuff. That oh. entire section of the movie. And then the Fiat. That entire section of the movie was like a 250 out of 200. Yeah, oh yeah. You know, like, just doesn't get more fun than that. No, it really doesn't. So, and then the, just the comedy throughout was awesome. I think this is the funniest Mission Impossible movie. Yeah, but, and I I was going to say, and also maybe one of the more serious ones. Not really. I would say probably the third is the most serious. Yeah, I would say this was just an average serious level. It wasn't like it was Thor or anything where it was like so funny that it was like, oh, this movie wasn't serious at all. Oh, no, no, no. Because it was very funny, but it it kept all of the same severity that it needed. And I mean, just, it was great. Yeah. It was so good. Hmm. All right, what do you think you gave this movie? 975. Sorry. 973. Oh, dang it. You missed it by that much. I think I gave this movie slightly... Oh, I'm not even going to look. Did I give it higher or lower? Hold on. I gave it a little higher than you. You're higher, yeah. Nine... I'm going to say I gave it a 979. I'm going to say 981. (laughs) Oh, wow. You're guessing mine. 974. Oh, wait, what? You only gave it one more point Where did I drop? Where are you lower than me? Oh, the visuals. 
the visuals. I forgot. I was six under. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there it is. 974. So let me ask you this. Wow. We gave it almost the same. The ending. Do you think the entity knew Tom Cruise, Ethan Hunt, was going to take the key from Gabriel? I don't... I need to rewatch it. Yeah. Because I just... I don't even feel like I can say because I'm still confused really about the entity in so many ways. Because when he's talking about it, he's like, the entity already knows that you're going to do this, this, and this. Yeah. And it's like, no, what? Explain that. Well, it's just, it's basically, it's it's like calculation. Yeah, yeah. That's all it is. So it's taking their personalities, all of their choices that made in their life, and then calculating what the number one result's going to be. So I think, I mean, Realistically, yeah, because as an audience member, I knew he was going to take it. You know what I mean? Like it's so obvious. Oh, okay. I didn't even I didn't even think about him taking it. Really? Yeah. There's no way he was going to end that movie without it. Actually, maybe. Yeah. We'd I thought that's how, I thought that was a cliffhanger. Hmm. I don't know. I I do need to rewatch this. I've hmm. said that so many times. And I don't know if I've rewatched a single movie that we've seen. You haven't. Yeah. Except for I've rewatched Mario like fifty times. Have you really? Yeah. My kids love that. Did movie. you buy it or something? Yeah. Nice. Because Rowan wanted to see it because he likes Mario. So That's so cute. Is he? Th- he's three. He's four. He's four. Yeah. He's four. He's four. Dang, dude. <laughs> so we've watched Mario quite a few times. He loves it. That's awesome. Everybody loves that freaking movie. It's oh, so yeah. good. It's so good. Okay. Okay. So let's, box office, dude. Let me let me go through some box offices of Mission Impossible. Okay. Okay. Just so we have a, a yeah you know a metric. Fox so let's number see. one. Eight ninety three, eight sixty three. Is this adjusted or something? Hold on. Eight. Because I am not getting eight. I'm getting two twenty. For Fallout? Yeah. No. This might be That's totally wrong. domestic. No, even domestic. I don't think. What? Seven ninety one. Where am I looking? You two twenty domestic. Yeah, five seventy one international. Oh, so it's just I'm just getting domestic right now. I want all. I want give me all. Mission Impossible Five is six eighty two. Okay. Mission Impossible 4 is 694. Mission Impossible 3 is 398. Okay. Mission Impossible 2 is 546. Mission Impossible 1 is 457. So what was the mo- what was number 6? 791. Seven, 791. I do think this will do more than that. Okay, I'm going 8 840. Th- no, I always do 840s. I got to stop doing 40s. <laughs> Seven ninety one. Yeah, you got Oppenheimer and Barbie, dude. Eight twelve. <sighs> I'm doing it. I'm just going with my gut. Nine thirty two. Jeez, really? <laughs> <laughs> you think it's going to near a billion? <sighs> I mean, woof. But I hope. So. Oh, I don't know. If there was an Oppenheimer and Barbie, yes. <sighs> Is Barbie just going to take over the world? That's what I'm wondering, dude. <sighs> You never know. Okay. But it's got to beat six. But does it beat six? That, yeah. You said eight twelve. Yeah. No, I'm going to stick with my gut. Cool. Okay. Good for you. Okay. <sighs> Anything else to say about the movie? Mm, no. Okay. Go see it. Yeah, for sure go see it. Um, let's jump into just a couple quick things that have gone on since we last talked. Mario, I believe, is done. Yeah, it's done. I, is it done, done? Yeah, it's Is done. it out of theaters? I think so. So you guessed $1.02 billion. 
I mm-hmm. guess to one point one four billion, and it ended up at one point three four billion dollars. Nice. So I won that one, and it exceeded our expectations, yes, which is kind of crazy. At first, I said, "What, what did I say? Four fifty? You said four fifty. I said four fifty before I had seen the movie. Yeah. By the way, <laughs> I did not understand how good it would be. Guardians uh, killed it. Yeah, like so much. You guessed a six ninety four. And I guess seven hundred two million, and it ended up doing. And I don't. Is it out yet? I don't think it's out yet. I haven't seen it go up much though. But it is currently sitting at eight hundred forty one million dollars. Which so you think this is going to do less? It's so good. Ah, that's hard. Yeah, but right. Al- but also, Guardians. What was Guardians up against? Um, I guess not a ton. Yeah, I mean, this movie I mean, it has still a week. had like Mario. This and movie stuff, has just but... over a week to like do what it's going to do. Yeah. So. And then across the Spider Verse is currently sitting at six forty three, and you and you guess seven forty nine, and I guess seven ninety two. So you'll probably take the kick on this. I can't imagine it going up much from where it's at. Um, I mean, it could. What's it been out two? How long has it been out? Three weeks. Three weeks, right? Maybe four. When did it come out? Uh, June. Oh, June second. Oh, so it's been out for a month and a half. Oh, that sounds right. So. It might be done, which still on a hundred million dollar budget. What's that, it currently at? Six forty three. Okay, so still did great. Yeah, did really well. So that's where we're sitting right now, folks. Uh, on the box offices, Flash has become the worst superhero flop of all time. Yep, Indiana Jones is Indiana currently Jones tanking. Is currently expected to lose two hundred ninety five million dollars. The Flash is currently sitting at $262 million, which is, I believe, below its budget, which has only been out for a week, but still. And then... That's a couple weeks. Is it two weeks? It was July 1st, right? Technically, it's probably no, June 30th. it was 30th. before Indiana Jones, wasn't it? Yeah, because Indiana Jones was the next week. No, Indiana Jones no, was June 30th. No, I think they were the same day then. Let's see. Indiana Jones was June 30th. Yeah. And The Flash was June 16th. Oh, you're right. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. No, two weeks before. Oh, wow. So it's been out for almost a month. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, dude, it's not good. Yeah, because this is what happens when you treat life like GTA Five. <laughs> Ezra Miller, I'm looking at you. And this is what happens when you destroy characters people love. Kathleen yeah. Kennedy, Indiana Jones. So, hey, Indiana Jones is barely beating Dungeons & Dragons, so at least it did that, right? Yeah, sure. <laughs> On a way more expensive budget. Way more expensive. I mean, they're not even going to catch Transformers... They're not going to catch John Transformers Wick. Transformers isn't even doing that well. No, $400 million. Yeah. Uh, they're not going to catch Little Mermaid. Imagine waking <laughs> up making an Indiana Jones movie after 15 years and you can't beat the Little Mermaid. Uh, or Transformers. Yeah. Yeah, Transformers. That's a sad one. I mean... You can't beat Transformers. The one that makes me super happy is Fast and Furious 10, which I haven't seen, but I'll watch for sure. It didn't do that well. $700 million? Oh. On probably like a $12 million budget. No, I was I was reading that it was not was it considered a huge success. How much was the budget? Let's I see. don't know, dude. Let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see. And then we got to get out of here. Holy Moses, $340 million? Oh, yeah, so, dude, it barely broke even. <gasps> Holy Moses, dude. The first Fast and Furious movie had a, three, a $38 million budget. Literally a tenth. <laughs> This is what happens when you send Ludacris so, to space. So dude. have they been increasing it by by um by just one one yeah one thing I guess, every time? Yeah, ten yeah. <laughs> I don't even know how that matters. So now it's ten out, times more. My goodness. Well, oh man, I'm wondering if my box office is too high. This is gonna be a crazy summer. 
Because it's not even just those movies. Aren't there more coming out that are going to be big? Oh, there's Haunted Mansion at the end of the month. Yeah, that's going to make $100 million. No cap. I'm calling it right Straight now. Straight bussin'. Straight bussin'. Who's going to go see that movie? I'm not going to go see that movie. Are you going to go see that movie? No. No, it looks horrible. Eddie Murphy was the right call. Yes. Well, that, why do they need to remake it? They don't. That's the thing. Is Disney is so out of touch. Now. They don't know what we want. Uh, well. There's Blue Beetle. Okay, so Barbie. At some point. Barbie, Oppenheimer. But after the Flash, Blue Beetle's probably going to take. Haunted Mansion, TMNT, which I'm it curious about. Look bad. Do you? Yeah, what do you think about that that movie? You think I think it's trying to be too much like Spider Verse, yeah, which is going to hurt it. I just don't love the animation style of this one. Yeah, but it's not as good as Spider Verse. That's July 29th. Okay, and then wait, there's so many showings. Actually, I think that's August second. Yes, I think it's August. Um, no, I guess so. Maybe that is kind of the end of of the big summer movies. So I'm not seeing anything that's huge. I mean, Blue Beetle's mid August. Yeah. But that, I mean, it's a DC movie that'll tank. So, so yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. kind of it. So, Weird. we'll see what happens. Oh, and then American Graffiti 50th anniversary. That's cool. Okay. So, I guess that's it. Yeah. Oh, man. I don't know about my box. <laughs> we'll see. I could go back and forth. We'll see what Like, what should it does I do like 750? Right? Because if it's doing like, a, if it does like 100 million this weekend, then cool. Yeah. It says it's projected to do maybe 90. But I think it's a five Which day. Which could surpass that. Yeah. Which isn't. Super great. Yeah. No, it's not. It's okay. I think Mario's was projected to do 100, and then it ended at like 170-something. Gosh, that's crazy numbers, dude. But uh, international will be the thing that makes or breaks this. Yeah. So. Yeah, for sure. So we'll see what happens. Okay. All right, everybody. I think that's it. That is it. Go buy all the stuff. Subscribe. Click merch. Every link that you possibly can click. All the Check links. out the merch. It's pretty dope. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Sam made a it's lot pretty, of cool stuff. Pretty litty. Yeah. So we'll be making more and more and more. So check that check that website all the time. There's gonna be more stuff. You have anything that you want us to make, let us know. Yep. Or any acronym reaction time acronyms. Yep. Let us know. And if you are subscribed to the podcast and can prove to me that you're subscribed to the podcast, hit us up in the Discord or email or whatever, and we will send you the super secret sneaky link to the 20% off merch. (laughs) So you can get it. And stay tuned for some bonus episodes. Yes, the bonus episodes are coming soon. Probably next month. Okay, everybody. This has been Reaper's Eggs. (laughs) We use eggs. And Concord's Thinking Isolated Orangutans. Orangutans. Nestle tumultuous isotopes (laughs) making eggnog. (laughs) So I swallowed the dictionary last week, threw it up, and then you ate it. He mama birded it to me, you guys. It's the best day of my life. Okay, you guys. We will see you. Catch us next week. week. And there's not going to be an episode this Friday, probably. Yeah, we're going to drop it early. And then next week will probably be me. Yeah. So we'll have to figure that out. Yeah, we'll have to figure that out. Somebody's going to go on vacation. Let me, me, blah, vacation. Okay, bye, everybody.